there. This is Lee with Coda Country. And today on this episode of Coda Country Chats, we have Tyra Madison. How are you today, Tyra? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing so great. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're going to talk a little bit about the single that you released back in September. It's called Rebound. It's a pretty catchy title. Um, you've got a lot of like sports references in there. Um, and one of my favorite lines in it is the hook that's, uh, you missed your shot, but I'm not your rebound. I love that. I feel like that should be a part of every girl anthem in the world. So tell me more about that, right? Tell me about everything about that song because I just want to hear everything about it. <laughs> yeah I, I agree with you that's why I wrote the song and that line is one of my favorites as well yeah. I hope it is a girl anthem um but yeah so I'm from a small town in eastern Kentucky and basketball is a huge sport in Kentucky so I basically grew up watching basketball with my family like that was basically our bonding experience Cool. And, um, yeah, I, I thought of the hook rebound because you can rebound a relationship and you can also rebound a basketball. So I was like, I took it to my friend, Jeff Cohen, who is an awesome songwriter in town. And I was like, I want to write this. I don't know how to twist it. And, um, yeah, we came out with what we got and yeah, he, he brought my, helped me bring my vision to life. Yeah. I love it. And like you said, I, I, it, it makes a lot of sense, though, because being from Pine Top, Kentucky, is that where you're from? That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Knowing, did you ever play basketball? I know that's like a random question. I, yeah, I played basketball when I was in fourth grade. So my mom played basketball in college. So did my brother. My brother or my dad played baseball. So I grew up in a pretty musical family. So when mm -hmm. I came into the picture, they were like, okay um no sports okay what is she gonna do and you know they quickly, they quickly realized I was gonna be an entertainer in some way but yeah um I played in like fourth grade to kind of make my mom happy and mm -hmm. I just like quickly realized it was not my thing <laughs> Listen, I'm yeah. not a sporty girl either. I, I get it. No, no, no. But that's cute, though. I love that. I yeah. love knowing that that your mom's really much like really into basketball and your dad's also super sporty and having this song to kind of like, you know, keep your yeah. career up and going, man. That's that's awesome. And it's doing really well across all the streaming platforms. All of your music is doing extremely well. Um, I think the last thing that I saw was um, your song, Right Girl, Wrong Time. Yes, girl. Um, over like 12 million streams overall, which is crazy. Um, how how do you, I guess, how do you like keep all of the streams and all of the platforms straight? And how, uh, how, how, do, how do all your singles like attribute to your success throughout the streaming platforms? I mean, yeah, I, um, a lot of, a lot of my music and singles in general have one, like, um, one theme to them all. And it's just like self-worth. I'm very, um, I'm very, I support self-worth and like, just like being proud in the body and that God gave you. So just yeah. really embracing just being yourself and um also my songs are just very female dominant and I'm definitely a girl's girl in that sense and I you know the world is hard enough I want to 
lift up women, other women. So I love that so much. No, I'm so glad you said that. Just because I, so I also saw that you have like a hundred thousand followers on Spotify now, which is like a huge deal. Um, I think. I mean, and I, I get it. I feel like I'm one of those followers. So obviously <laughs> I'm listening. And I, I think all the listeners love what you bring to the table as far as like women empowerment and loving yourself. And all of your singles are kind of lending that to, to that. So that's amazing to know. So tell me, are there other singles that you're releasing soon? I know that they there may be like some uh stuff that you don't want to give away too soon uh but i would love to know kind of the like if you have an idea for some more upcoming music that you might be dropping yeah i am releasing a song on i don't know when this episode comes out but it's november 10th it's called devil's <laughs> Bells. Um, cool. yeah it's it's a it's a dark story of a small town and I, I've really loved the story songs lately, like Plead the Fifth, kind of. So yes. it's kind of in that same realm, I would say. Yeah, storytelling. I So November 10th, this episode probably will come out around that time. Um, well, tell me a little bit about the write about that so we can, you know, hear more information and, and, and tune into that one when it drops. Yeah, so I actually didn't write this one. This was an outside cut for me. And um, cool. it's, I mean, it's written by hit songwriters in Nashville, Brett James, Will Bundy, and Laura Belts. And um, Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's, yeah, I was just super excited to get to cut it because there's just so many talented songwriters in town. And it was, you know, I want, I, I'm glad I could take advantage of cutting an awesome song like that. Yeah. How, how many days a week do you write with other songwriters? It really depends on the week. Um, mm -hmm. Some weeks it could be two or three, and then some weeks it could be none. It just really just depends on everyone's schedule. Wow. That's awesome. Do you have like a, like a group that you like to write with or specific people that you like to give a shout out to because you love them so much? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, um, I love writing with Mary Cutter. I love writing with my producer, Jason Haig. Um, I love writing recently with a girl named Kelly Page and Steve Wilson. I love writing with Jeff Cohen, who I wrote Rebound with. I just, I like writing with different people because everyone brings something different to the table. And it's, it's really cool. Yeah. And it, it I'd say it gives like a variety and there's like a big talent that you are that can be showcased through many different songs that are written with you know, all different people. So I love hearing about that. I love hearing about the collaborative community in Nashville and just kind of how that really lends itself to, to great songwriting and great music. So, yay. Yeah. Um, tell me, do you, um, do you have any like upcoming shows where anybody can come see you perform live? Um, yeah, I'm playing in Kentucky on Friday. Actually, I'm playing at the University of Kentucky at a frat. <gasps> wow. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. I've never played That's awesome. at Kentucky before, so it should be a good mm -hmm. time. That's very cool. Did you go to school at Kentucky? No, but I'm a huge UK Wildcats fan. Yes, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, that's going to be a blast for you then. And the frat is just going to love you. I know it. They're going to absolutely love you. <laughs> cool. Um, so, okay. Talking a little bit about being a Wildcats fan and, and you talked about sports and, and growing up in Kentucky. 
tell me about like the musical influences that you had growing up, um, being from a small town, you know, with your parents. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So I grew up in southeastern Kentucky, a town called Pine Top, and I grew up on bluegrass music is really popular around there. So um, my papa played the harmonica and my uncle played the guitar. Um, So I grew up in a pretty musical family. And when I was younger, I would go to this thing called Picking and Grinning with with them. And it was like all these bluegrass musicians would just get together and just play music and just have a good old time. And I, I grew up doing that. So when it came to kindergarten, I wanted to audition for the school talent show. And I sang You Are My Sunshine and won it. So ever since that day, it's like that little girl has a big voice. And, you know, I grew up on bluegrass music. And bluegrass music is a lot of storytelling songwriting. So I think that my um, influence in bluegrass music growing up transitioned to my love for country music. Yeah. They're both about storytelling. And I, I enjoy writing and doing that myself. Yeah, definitely. And I hear that a lot, especially with what you were just saying with um, Devils in the Details. I just, I'm excited to hear more of that too, because even with Rebound that you just released in in September, the story of, you know, that guy going and finding some girl and then him, you know, not getting her, like that's, that's a really good story that a lot of people can relate to. And you know, find that women empowerment that we were talking about earlier um, through not being that rebound girl. I love that. Now, I love hearing about bluegrass and and I just think it's so cute about kindergarten and the talent show. I'm a, my day job is as a school music teacher. Um, So, yeah, tell me, did you do any kind of like music in high school, like any kind of musical theater or yeah, chorus I, or anything like that? So since I grew up in such a small town, I, um, the resources were pretty low. Like I had a choir class, but like I had to travel like an hour away to get to a voice lesson. Or when I started musical theater, I did do musical theater. I had to travel an hour away. Or if I was on a competition dance team or taking dance classes, that was also an hour away. So I would, I would travel just to be able to do those things. Um, Man. But yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the way my town is too. Um, uh, Where I grew up is, it's kind of like an hour away from everything. So I totally get where you're coming from. Like if I wanted to do anything that was, you know, of quality you had to go and and find it. And, Mm. and there it was kind of nice because like you could be with other people who, also really liked what you were doing so it was nice to find like common connections with people who were really good at what they were doing too and so yeah that's awesome I'm glad to know that you had like places like that because you know kids need you know different stuff growing up and and I'm glad that you were able to find it because now it's brought you to the career that you have in Nashville um tell me what do you think releasing um the single on November 10th devil's in the details what do you think's on the horizon for tyra madison in the future what's your what's your goals for the next few years um i mean i when people ask me where do you see yourself in five years i i always say selling out stadiums but you know i'm yeah i'm I'm dreaming big and you know manifestation if you don't do it nobody else is gonna do it um 
That's right. Put it out there, girl. Absolutely. Like, not as big. I definitely, you know, see myself releasing more music and, you know, growing my support system and um, writing a lot more and touring. Yeah, definitely. So speaking of touring, here's a good thing, because I've seen that you've opened and, and done like support slots for Nelly, Priscilla Block. If you were to have like a like a dream tour lineup of people that you would love to tour with, um, mm-hmm. being on the road with several months out of the year, who do you think would be on your dream tour? Uh, recently, I've really loved Lainey Wilson. It'd be really cool to make yeah. an all-girls tour. Like, Lainey Wilson, maybe throw Taylor Swift in there. Like, that's just Heck my yeah. dream lineup, mm-hmm. you know, but... Something like that. I love that. And that's like the, the pop meets country. And I feel like that's both sides of country music right now. Like you've got, you know, Taylor Swift who's blowing up the charts on pop, country, all the things. Lainey Wilson just came out of nowhere. It seems like it. I mean, she's been around for years, but at the same time, like she's blowing up the country music charts, just had number one, another number one at country radio. I mean, that's that's really impressive. And it seems like your style of music fits in really well with both of their styles, styles of music. Because you are also storytellers. We keep going back to that, but that's like a very, very true thing about being a storyteller and and doing that for the genre. Um, I would go to that tour. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sell me a ticket. I would too. <laughs> Heck yeah. I mean, I'd like to be performing, but I would go. Yeah, I would see it. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my gosh. So, okay. If you were to say like the artist at the top of your playlist right now, Taylor Swift, Lainey Wilson, who else do you think is somebody that you like listen to a lot, really get a lot of influences from that kind of thing? I mean, I love Carrie Underwood. Mm -hmm. Um, I listen to Carrie. I love her. She's definitely one of my influences. Yeah. Male wise, I love Morgan Wallen. I really like his storytelling. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, I've liked Lainey lately and Taylor Swift, of course. That's like a given. Yeah. I'm so glad that you said that. <laughs> I was on an yeah. interview recently with someone. I'll probably cut this out, but I was on an interview with someone recently and they were like, I just, I just don't get Taylor Swift. And I was like, mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> are you, are you a Swifty then? I, yes, I would say I'm a Swifty and I'm, yeah, I was at the, um, the Nashville show that got rained out. So Nashville night three. Oh. Yeah. But it was, Totally worth it. It was great. Oh, no, I mean, Taylor Swift in the rain is honestly iconic. It is. And I, that but, was the best time. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it would suck to be sitting, standing in the rain, but, like, I feel like it's iconic. And yeah. the fact that she just keeps going is, she's a performer through and through. Through and through. And just loving it. And, and, you know, you were talking about selling out stadiums. I mean, I feel like that's the kind of vibe that you bring, too, that, like, you'll be ready to to keep going and keep doing in the rain and and loving life and singing rebound and yeah. <laughs> all these songs that you have exactly yeah i would i, I, I might look like a drowned brat but i do it <laughs> i know that was my thing too i was like how is she like still doing this in her lubes yeah. and like <laughs> those stilettos like yeah. girl no kidding. killing it killing it um okay so 
knowing all of these things about you has made me even more of a fan of Tyra Madison. So thank you so much for sitting down and, and chatting with oh, me today. Before we hop off, is there anything else that you'd like to promote or anyone that you'd like to give a shout out to who might be listening to the episode? Um, I mean, just my socials, you know, Instagram, Tyra Madison, TikTok, Tyra Madison Music. Um, yeah, just follow me on social media. Follow along, get all the inside information from Instagram. I love it. Okay, great. Um, and I'll be sure to promote the single that's coming out in November because I think everybody's going to love it based on the title. It sounds like it's a really juicy song that's going to come out. So can't wait to hear it. Um, okay. So today on this episode, you heard Tyra Madison. My name is Lee, and this is our episode of Coda Country Chats. Y'all have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.